Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Couple few updates before we get started. So April was basically spent doing a purge of all the bonus round episodes that we had already done and we got them all out. I don't know how we did that, but huge thanks to our editing team. They managed to get them all done. And now from this point on, anything that happens in bonus round as far as that particular game, it's all going to be run by the patrons on our Patreon. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited. For updates for that, keep an eye on Patreon or the Discord server. We're going to be updating stuff as far as how our patrons can decide what happens in that game. End of April, we also started experimenting with live editing and art streaming, which Megzi has been doing art streaming for a while, but we're going to be doing it exclusively for patrons as it's part of our top tier. So we're looking forward to that. It's going to take us a while to figure out how we're going to do it without doing too many spoilers because we try and do episodes pretty early and we don't want to spoil anything too badly. So it's probably going to mostly be bonus round episodes as far as the live editing goes. Just as a reminder, end of May, we're going to be in Anime Central in Rosemont, Illinois, near Chicago, and Wiscon in Madison, Wisconsin. And those are going to be back-to-back, so it's going to be interesting for us. If you're going to be at those conventions, please come by and say hi. We want to hear all of your D&D stories. We got some really good ones during Detours, so we're really excited. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening to me ramble. Thank you for listening, and stay legendary. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, slightly more gore than normal, and body horror, including experimenting on dead bodies. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate, society can't keep up, allowing evil or misguided people to create abominations of nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. come up into a room. It looks to be a large attic. You thought this should have been another floor, and it is. It's technically a floor and a half. Okay. What in a normal house would have been a third floor, and then like the space above it turned into a attic. Like this entire space has just been like left open. Oh, it's huge. It's it's big. It's okay. like there there aren't separate rooms on this. This just the rest of the space has been left completely open. Got it. And you can kind of see why. To create a nice, big, open workspace, looking around, there are several tables lined with various 
beakers of oddly colored fluids, several different sets of tools. There's uh, what looks to be a workbench similar to what you've seen both in Raven's and Nikki's workshops Mm -hmm. littered with various tinkering tools and just parts. What you also see are a couple of what look to be what have previously been utilized as embalming tables. Hmm. I know what those look like. Yeah. Stained red with blood and other unrecognizable fluids. On one of the workstations, you see a jar that has some kind of like yellowish fluid inside it and a lump of gray mush with various wires plugged into it. Is it a brain? It's a brain. It is a brain. Good God. But what catches your eye as you're coming up the stairs are three cages that are set up on the other side of the room. They look to be about six feet wide, ten feet deep. Kind of like what you would keep maybe large dogs in. All standing open. Oh. Goody. Do we see anybody? Like, person? Anything? Creature? Perception checks? Jesus. Hmm. I can't see nothing. Neither do I. You don't see any person, nothing making noise. But as you come further into the room, getting to about the middle, you turn to the left to what would be the back of the house and kind of stop and stare at <laughs> what had to have taken a long time to build. A giant glass vat with this metal base to it that is bolted into the floor has various pieces of metal sticking into the glass vat that are hooked to what look to be very old but expensive generators. The vat is filled with the same type of yellowish brown liquid that is in the brain jar. Does it smell like from out of hand? Yeah. Ugh. My poor senses must be insane right now. It's yeah. I I uh, reach in the bag of holding and pull out a scrap of linen and give it to you. Thanks. Not that it will do much good, but. Uh, Victoria Gresham? There's no noise. I thought that would work. <sighs> you saw wrong. DMP! Jimmy Johns! <laughs> <laughs> Sent to make sure you were alright. I don't even know how to... Okay. Well, I guess we start looking around for, like, anything. Okay. I look at you and I shrug. I'm like, mm. Man, I knew this job was going to be fucking easy. 
All right, so we just look around. Books, anything, notes? Right. Take five investigation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So 19, is it? Is that a one? No, it's a two. <laughs> so seven. So five. Yeah. Five. I found uh, something that smells good. And by smells good, I mean it's burning my eyeballs. <laughs> You just you just have your face like planted in the floor. You're like wood panels. I'm just like, um, I rolled a nineteen. A nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, Celine, mm-hmm. looking around, going through the tables and stuff. Now you, you find a couple of logbooks, mm-hmm. and also in a corner, kind of uh, shoved away from everything, what looks to be. That's something you've only seen in a couple of places. A phonograph. Oh. But this one looks a bit more complex than other ones you've seen. And there are a couple of records placed very carefully organized in racks. Hmm. With a couple of extra... It's in the stack on a stand next to it. I am going to look at one of the uh, records that are on the rack. Okay. Is there any markings on it? It's a note attached to it that has a date on it. Ah, oh, uh, interesting. Dated three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Oh, Was it about the time she disappeared? A little bit before. Well, is there one, um, they all have notes on them? They all have notes on them. Uh, can I find the latest one? You're holding the latest one. I'm holding the latest one. All right. Talia. Yeah? I think she might have been um, recording notes on this, um, on these. Uh, well, play them, I guess. Is the phonograph able to play back? Because mm-hmm. I am guessing it is the one that is used to record. Yeah. Can I go over to the cages and smell them? Okay. And while she is doing that, I am going to play one this record. Okay. So let's go ahead and make the sound check really quick. Uh, 14, 15, 16, 17? Okay. Smell of blood and burnt oil is very strong. Also, like, sweat, but like, weird sweat. It's kind of just sets your skin to crawling. Wait, the sweat does? It's just the smell combination overall. Mm. You uh, put the record on and flip a couple of dials on it. It, They're labeled to record and playback. Oh, okay. And start it up. And you hear this very prim, sophisticated voice come off from it. Experiment 523. Subject, male, human. Theory 426. Still seems to hold water, though not much can be said for the retaining of cognitive functions. Though still feasible, I believe it long term this method will not suffice for the final project. It goes silent for a moment, and then you hear footsteps. Attempting initiation. And you hear sound of 
electricity snapping through the air. And then a sound. It starts as a low rumble, then a growl, and then it pitches up to almost a roar. Not an animal roar. Like an engine. And the record stops. But the noise doesn't. Where's the noise coming from? Out of the hole in the floorboards right behind you, Talia, that you failed to notice with your investigation check. Shit. <laughs> I need you to all roll the mission. Oh, man! <laughs> totally wasn't going to kill anybody. You have... I have advantage. Yeah, it was better before. So, 15? 19. 19, you said? 19. All right, so Talia, you are up first as climbing out of the hole in the floorboards. It looks humanoid. It smells humanoid. It also smells of burning oil and the faint scent of formaldehyde. And the way it moves is anything but humanoid. You see what looks to be a human corpse crawl its way out of the hole on all fours. The upper part of its head is gone and replaced with a steel metal cap that is bolted to the head. It has several, like, moving pieces up on top. Various rods pistoning up and down as it makes this horrible, like, engine growling sound. And a single glass eye glowing red affixed to the front of the metal cap. Did you come up with this? Yeah. You're so fucked up. <laughs> I want you to know that. You're a disturbed person. Not a bad thing. Just an observation. Ugh. The way it moves, it's like arms and legs, like piston up and down. Oh my just god. Carrying it across the floor. Oh god. So, wait, yeah. is it prone? No. Okay. Yeah, it is on all fours, but it is not considered prone. And I also need you to make a wisdom save. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, both of you, actually. Oh, sheets. Oh, wait. 16, 17, 18. Okay, you're fine. Oh, 19 some stuff. <laughs> you're both oh, fine. Oh, no, that's 13, shit. Well, 13. And I, wisdom? Wisdom, wisdom save. Have... Yeah, you have. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. you're good. <laughs> with 19. No, yeah, no. Yeah, that roll, even with that, but yeah. So, you 
manage to not be immediately just scared out of your mind by how it's moving and behaving in a very mechanical way for something that is supposed to be flesh and bone. Yeah, like mechano-zombies. Oh, lord. This is an insult to not just the Undertaker, it is just an insult to everything. (laughs) Right, I'm gonna shoot it. Um, Yeah, you do that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, I shoot him. Re- yeah, oh, I just shoot him. Yeah, no, retribution and punishment come out. Okay. So we're going to go with retribution first. 15 plus 7. That'll hit. I'm not aiming. 7 plus 8. 15. 15? 15. 15? Okay. Uh, if to hit, yes. Yeah, okay. And then 13. It does not hit. Okay, so retribution doesn't hit the last one. But the other two hit, mm-hmm. so six. Okay. For magical, okay. magical shots, and then eight normal shots. Okay, so the total of fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Both shots take it through the chest, and there's this like weird reddish brown fluid that seeps out of it. Not as much blood as you would have expected for shots placed in that area. But it's, it did do damage, and it, it didn't do less damage in any way. It just It's just, you're not familiar with this thing's physiology. Right. It's just weird. I'm also going to back up. Okay. To, like, right there. Okay, next to one of, one of the embalming tables. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm just rhyming never to give R5 shit again. You never should. He is my friend and I love him. Okay. (laughs) Whose turn is it? It is Celine's turn. Alright. I'm going to do something for science. Okay. I don't think it will work, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to cast Tool the Dead. Okay. It needs to make a wisdom save. The tone goes off and it kind of like turns its head to the side. I'm and I tell back Maya again. to the side too, and I tell it back again. I can do that too. <laughs> it doesn't seem to have any effect. That is what I was wondering. Spirit. Yes. Earth, uh, sacred, flame. sacred flame. That's why I said full science since we are in a lab. Mm hmm. Is only fifteen. It is only fifteen. Wait, no, never mind. That still beats it. Never mind. Okay. So, its turn. <laughs> it looks right at you, Talia, <laughs> and it moves. It doesn't move directly at you though. Without taking its glass eye off of you, it like side crawls to the side up the side of the cage, back down, just kind of like weirdly crab walking its way around up to on top of the embalming table. And then lashes out at you with its arms as the pistons quicken to a roar as it makes two attacks at you. Snap out of it! Do 16 and 15 hit you. 
No. Okay, you managed to duck aside from both of them. That was its turn, so. Hell no. I activate the personal shield. Okay. So action to do that. So. Wait, how many times are you gonna use that per day? That's for sure rest. Should I, I wait? I would wait. Okay. I'm thinking there's more of these things. Okay. All right, scratch that, activate the boots. Okay, boots. Boots, so I can move faster. Yep. Or my walking speed is doubled. Mm-hmm. And somebody does not, and opportunity attacks At are disadvantage. Yep. So I do that for my movement. I'm gonna do this. Okay. That, I'm gonna reach my hand out and cast hex. Okay, cool. So it does get an attack of opportunity you at disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's a five. That does not hit. Yep. And again, the black tendrils leap out from your arm and cling to the mechana zombie. <laughs> and just again, cause the shadows around it to act kind of strange, almost turning up the contrast on it. Right. I have that up for an hour as long as this thing doesn't hit me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Selenia, it's your turn. I'm going to cast a clutch flame. Okay. And then move back. Yes. This thing moves very quickly. If I if I move back, does it get an attack of opportunity? No, it's not close enough. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not close enough. Yeah, so uh, you can move away from it. What's your spell save DC again? 14? 14. It saves. Fuck. Maybe try Toll the Dead again. Oh, Just for science. I'm going to move back. Okay. Towards the door. Yeah. Over here? Over okay. Not back into the hallway, but like, yeah, right there. Okay. Yeah, uh, you go to cast Sacred Flame, and you cast it right where it was. But when you cast it, it wasn't there anymore. Oh shit, it's fast. It is very fast. All right, well, I'll sell some experiments today. (laughs) It is now its turn. Talia, it rushes back towards you leaping from the embalming table to the wall and just like crawls along the wall and leaps back down in front of you to take two more strikes at you. (laughs) Talia! What? Don't be afraid of it. And it- I'm more disgusted at it. It again misses. Okay. My turn? Yeah, this thing is rolling shit. Darn. Unless it is saving against me. Unless it is saving against you. Okay. In which case it rolls an 18 and then that 20. <laughs> I'm gonna do targeted, is that it? Okay. Yeah, the, the one that doubles my damage. Uh, or yeah. adds my charisma. Yep. Okay. Seven plus seven is 14. Just misses. Shit. Okay. Jams. Fuck. Fuck. No wait. No, jams. He's right up in my face. Mm-hmm. So the boots active. Yeah. Yeah, I miss. Okay. Selene, it is your turn again. I'm going to try Tolls the Dead. Okay. Yeah, I know that fails. Yay! Uh, so does, it, does it work? It does. Fantastic. So go ahead and roll damage. This one, right? That one and, and then this one. one. Yeah. Slee and five, five, so eight. So as it looks like it's ready to pretty much jump up onto the tank and just crawl over. Okay. 
you grasp your holy symbol and call forth Toll the Dead again. And this time you see it like its shoulders seize up and it like grips the ground, causing splinters to come up. And you see just this like black necrosis start from under the cap just kind of like runs down its face and neck as the pistons seize up and it just slumps over. Is it dead? It appears to be. Wait, what? It is dead. I'm going to go up to it. Ditto. And I'm going to poke it with my toe. Like twitches? I'm going to... Uh, point blank. I'm just going to hit it in the head. Okay. Yeah. You unload a couple of shots into the head. Just, again, that, like, weird reddish-brown fluid coming out. And you tear a couple holes through the metal cap. Huh. Are there any empty vials around? Yes. I am going to take a sample of it. Okay. We should have kept the alchemy kit. Yeah. I'm actually going to take several of the um, empty... But how, many, how many are there? Looking around, you can probably find at least five right. uh, flasks that you can use. Right. Well, I, um, so I have one flask of British brown zombie... Mechano zombie blood. Mm-hmm. Do I hide this? Can you write it down and I'm going to remember to... Yeah. So you have... What do you have? One vial of um, mecha zombie blood and four empty vials. Looking for affordable games and gaming accessories made in Wisconsin? Check out our friends at geekfoundry.net and their line of unique gaming products. With items ranging from handmade gaming accessories to one-of-a-kind props, Geek Foundry sources as much of their material locally as possible and puts a focus on quality over quantity. Geek Foundry is a local minority-owned LGBTQ friendly online store. Visit them today at geekfoundry.net. Thanks for the support. Eighteen. Okay. Um, and then I reload. Okay. Well, that was thoroughly disturbing. Yes, and uh, I'm going to investigate the cops as best as I can. Okay. What are you looking for? I am just trying to determine what it is. Okay. Um, what it was, how it worked. Okay. Make me both a medicine and investigation check. <laughs> sleep and sleep. I'm too freaked out to investigate anything. So investigation and what was it, medicine? Yeah. Uh, investigation is five and medicine is nine. Okay. Looking over it, it was human at some point. Best you can tell, just because of the medicine checks was higher, it was drained of all of its natural blood and had it replaced with whatever the, this, this substance stuff. is. And as you had gathered it, you noticed that it was it had much more of a slimier feeling to it than blood. Definitely, like... Is it motor oil? 
kind of. It, it, some form of lubrication. Mm. Um, I have a question about this. Okay. It's still active. It's still active, so I just need another target. Yeah. Okay. So where did it come out of? Was it was an hole in the floor? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go and look at that. Okay. Ditto. Uh, going over to the hole in the floor, it you see that some boards had been torn up. There seems to be, like, a space in between the floors. Like a call space? Yeah. Oh. And it, it's not just like these floorboards are the ceiling of the next floor down. It's like, it's, like, you'd have to squeeze really tightly to get in there. And looking at that body and that space is just like, they must not really feel pain all that much. <laughs> I guess not. I'm going to take one of my torches and cast light on it. Uh-huh. And- and wave it up on down there, see if I can see anything else. Okay, uh, make a perception check. Oh, wait. I am pulling shit today! Is that nine? Nine or ten? Not really. Can you see anything? I can use a touch. No. Yeah, yeah there's too many spots that have just like uh, support beams going in the opposite direction of your line of sight to like, like just cut off visibility. So it's just like, can't really make anything out. Earlier, when those noises were happening, uh huh. Did it sound like there was more than one? You're not sure. Shit. There are three cages, though. And they're open. They are open. Does. I go back to the body, and I try to see if there are any markings on it that denote. Okay. I mean, did did she say something about number? Experiment number. So I don't know if that means just as this is an experiment or this is a specific, like, individual that is that is the experiment. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for is any kind of number. Looking over the body, it is still wearing what used to be clothing. Like, really super tattered jeans are still kind of clinging to the legs. Mm. And it still has to what looks to be a sleeve on its arm. Just, and like the rest of the shirt has been just torn away. But on its chest is a brand numbering it 523. Oh, wow. <sighs> I really that this was not the 520-year-old person that had to go through this. Maybe some of it was on animals. Is that any better? Not particularly for me. The problem is, where is she? We're missing something. That kicks the zombie. Ow! That did used to be someone. <sighs> it did. Just not in the mouth, though. Where is she, though? I could have sworn I heard maybe it was that thing, but... Alright. I'm not small enough to squeeze down there in the old. Yes, but... Crawling down through there would most certainly 
<laughs> ruin your outfit. No, it would actually well, like that too, but it, it would like you would literally be crawling on your belly through this space. Anybody hiding in there? Unless it was one of those things. All right. Um, well, we've got three choices. We wait up here until something else comes up. We wait, investigate the house. Or we drag this thing back to the constable's office. Well, we can always do the third one after we have investigated the rest of the house. Let's do that. Maybe something will show up again. Yes. God, I do not like undead. Really? What did you... No, I did What did you do? What do you mean? That seized it up? Just cast towards the dead. The same spell I use for everyone. Huh. Interesting. So we're going to go back downstairs. Okay. There's a couple rooms we didn't check. Yep. On the second floor. Let's just start with those and go from there. Okay. Is there any, um... Well, I suppose... We're missing at least... Four people. Two in the cages, a man's elephant, and Victoria. Exactly. This is a lot of equipment to just leave behind. She did not leave it behind. I don't think she did either. So... It really is electric boogaloo. <laughs> Let's just see if we can find anything else in the house and go from there. Alright. The doll shows up though, I'm shooting it. Please, go ahead. Alright. So first, second floor. What, what's... Alright, second floor. Going through, just as you come out of the study, door immediately to your right, open it up. Seems to be a lavatory. Oh, okay. Just bathroom. Yeah, bathroom. Do you have to poop? Not at the moment. I have to throw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The next door down is a bedroom. It's painted pink. There's, I mean, you said if a doll shows up, uh, there are a number of dolls. It's play and play. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> that are. The universe just likes testing me. It's like the DM likes testing me. Yeah. <laughs> number of dolls, number of, like, stuffed animals, line shelves, and also the bed. The bed has just white, like, kind of see-through curtains hanging over it. Everything in here is covered with dust. Talia, make me a survival check really quick. 18 plus 6. Okay. Everything in here is pretty covered in dust. However, you notice a spot that in the room that is less so. It's right next to the edge of the bed. You notice kind of like a small circle of floor that has less dust on it and kind of has a small depression to it. 
You also notice that that side of the bed kind of has the feathers and the mattress have been kind of pushed away from that side as if someone kneeled there with their head on the bed. Is there anything on the bed? No. Aside from, like I said, some stuffed animals. Right. We did a know that she had a daughter. But she died, didn't she? Yeah. How did she die? Something about bad materials in the house. Okay. Fantasy asbestos. I think that's what. Yeah. Oh, shit. What? She was trying to bring her back. That's what all this was? I think so. The daughter's been dead for a little bit, though. Okay. A couple years from what Vance had said. Wait, ish, okay. So if we're gonna make that assumption. Is she just trying to bring the body back, or is she trying to bring the consciousness back? Because that's ne- that is necromancy. You can do that with spells. This seems uh, extra. Overkill? Yeah. Excessive? A little bit on the excessive side. course Chris just asked if these people are fucking rich then why don't they just go res her Talia doesn't know this event yet so <laughs> uh, DM will point out for Chris's benefit thank you clerics super fucking rare oh. clerics of a level to cast resurrection type spells even fucking rarer ah. but doesn't well i guess maybe it's a bit different it is a bit different that's more like get back here and get back in your body <laughs> yeah right yeah. i'm not done with you yet. get back here yeah that i yeah. that i think is more of like a jolt like yeah revivify, yeah revivify is the defibrillator yeah. of the fantasy world right like, it's like Bright, shiny, get up. Yeah. <laughs> the get over here of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> get over here and heal up. Resurrection is different. Resurrection is different. And you just need remains. They don't need to be yeah. dead for less than a minute. So clerics are rare. And like I said, clerics of a level to do like that. <laughs> She's approaching the closest on anybody in the district. Congrats. Wow. We'll have to wait till a little bit higher to do true resurrection. True res is a ninth level spell? Yeah. Yeah. You only get like one of those yeah. at 20th level. No, the ability to cast one per day. You actually get that at 18th level. Oh, late 18th level. But yeah. Yeah. So. Whew. You could make so much goddamn money. Oh, I intend to. Just resing. Oh, I intend to. 50,000 gold. Uh, yeah, it costs 25 to do it. Mm-hmm. Just for materials. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. 
And if you were inscrutable, you could do it. <laughs> yep. DMP has to put you on post right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so if we're making the assumption that this is to bring her daughter back to life. I don't know how much a woman like that could be reasoned with. What you thinking? Vance did not lie to us. But did he tell us the old truth? Why? Perhaps he knew. He knew about this? Perhaps. I don't think that's going to be an issue at this exact moment. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about her experiments getting out. That is true. Well then, shall we continue looking for one? And, and that spot that is, um, the, the one spot, is it anything else aside from just being one? Mm. Okay. All right. Um, is that the only other room on this floor? Uh, there's one other. It appears to be a guest bedroom. Oh, anything in there? No. But as you start just kind of looking around in it, you hear something next to you. Like... You hear... that growling noise. Then you hear it move up into the ceiling above you and further along before it disappears. Well, they're in the walls. Where does it disappear to? It out of the room you guys are currently in. Yes, but it, which direction? Back towards the staircase. I want like, to follow. I want to follow it. You guys, you guys are here in the um, house. It moves this way. Can I follow it? Yes. Uh, we follow it. Okay. Following the noise above you, it continues above you in this direction before you hear some pounding and cracking of wood and then it stops. So that's above us. It appeared to be, yes. I take out Antoinette. You really want to put another hole? You want a hole in the ceiling? It is, a, it is an option. Can you reach the ceiling with Antoinette? That is not what mm. I was thinking. I know. <laughs> like to poke the ceiling? No. Can I? With How about mine? blowing an hole in it? No, I know that, but I'm like, where is it specifically? You can shoot the ceiling from where you're at. Yeah, either of you could, but I mean, like reaching out to like physically touch the ceiling with Antoinette. No, it's a bit too far away. But what about your... negotiations? You kind of have to hold onto the sock to do it. The the ceiling is a well. Let's just go upstairs. Uh, the ceiling here wouldn't be horribly that high above you. Actually, you you could probably do it with yeah, with just, yours. I just want negotiations. Wanna... Oh, okay. I just want to like double check to where it is so she can shoot at it. Okay. Is what I was trying to do. Got it. To give you like a specific location to mm -hmm. shoot at. Yes, that's what I was trying to like do when I was like following it as I wanted to like preempt it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if, if you wanted to shoot at it, 
Um, <laughs> I really want to shoot at it. Okay, I mean, you could, you could, like, you, you could shoot at it, like, as it's moving across. That or... is what I want to do. Okay. And I do not even say anything to you. I just whip out Antoinette. <laughs> and just blast. Bang! You let out the shot, and it peppers the ceiling with just, like, tons of little holes, and dust kind of falls down. And then it did, is it not moving? For a moment, there's nothing. You hear the one above you move again. You also hear something in the wall right next to you. And, okay. I take out negotiations that are cute. Okay. I knew I liked you. (laughs) You blast several holes in the wall next to you and you see something move through the hole, but it scampers in kind of like a downward direction. These things know how to open doors. Jurassic Park. Because I left the front door open. <sighs> Shit. You want to wait here? Or do you? I will go shut the door. Okay. <laughs> you run. Yeah, run downstairs. Actually, you've got the boots on. I do. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's been ten minutes though. It has. Can you jump them on again? No, not after another short rest. Ugh, I'm right. After a long rest. The boots need to rest? The no. magic does. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just going to run downstairs really quick and shut the okay. door. I don't know if that's going to help, but. All right. So you rush downstairs and shut the outer door, I assume? Yeah. Okay, shut the outer door. Probably um, the two that lead into the, just for measure. Okay, just well. You run down and shut the outer door, and then the inner doors. <sighs> and you turn around and the space around you, you see Celine up the staircase a ways. What you doing now? Oh, okay. So I was waiting, it's like, and? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, something happen. Do we hear anything? Uh, make a perception check. No. I am perceiving shit today. What? Please stop rolling into things. Oh, I have advantage. I have not been doing that. There we go. Was that 18? 18. So 21. 21. Uh, four. Four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> forget why, I forget why around. I have advantage of it. Fine. The shield. You have a shield. Right, my, my very fashionable shield. And I look towards the ones that I know is there. <laughs> Celine. Mm-hmm. You hear, just like listening around, silence for a moment. Then you hear from downstairs, one of the doors to Talia's left. You hear something kind of like rattle the doorknob and bang up against the door a bit and stop. What? Did you hear that? No. You did not deal that? Wasn't it right next to her? Not right next to her, no. It's uh, about 20 feet away. Zadil, about 20 feet away from you. All right. So you look over at the door. You really don't want to go over there. I really don't. <laughs> but I need to open it. I can come and open it. Hang on. No, no don't. 
you reach out your hand to start like walking you're gonna walk over there and open it but suddenly the black tendrils leap from your arm again and form this kind of like black smoky hand that Do I seize this? Yep. That like flows out and grabs the doorknob and twists it. It's unlocked. Pushes it open. Yeah. Or pulls it open. Whichever uh, it goes. Push. Pushes open. Yeah. What's in there? The smell of wet leaves actually uh, comes at you. Greenery. As you look in, as you like walk around to look inside. I reload here. Okay. You see what looks to be a greenhouse sort of built on to the side oh. of the house. Well, this would be nice if I wasn't horrified. I've come down. By this time, I've come down. How did you. Yeah. Never mind. I have no idea. I put a pin in that. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm heading towards the the door, and, mm-hmm. like taking a look inside. So um, as you go inside, you see that this was the glass structure on the backside of the house that you saw from the outside. Right. On the right side, the house side, you see this like iron lattice work structure. Uh, wall it it's like several pieces of intricately twisted iron that just kind of like works its way up the side of the house and it's tangled through with various types of ivies that just kind of like crawl its way up the side of the house in a very pretty way just kind of like covering the side of the house in greenery uh-huh. there's actually a small fountain right about here oh. towards the corner of the house and kind of like a small gutter way go, uh, through the floor. Okay. The floor is like this uh, brick shaped to look like stone. Oh, okay. And the air just kind of feels like humid with all of the moisture in the air and all of the plants around you. There's some kind of exotic looking big leafed plants mm-hmm. um, in uh, pots arranged on tables and there's a lot of vines and ivy and stuff like that. Right. But you see, yeah, it curves away along the side of the house, but you see what catches your attention pretty quickly. Two. Shit. Just kind of like one crawling along the lattice work above you and one kind of crawling around near the fountain. Are you behind me? Yes. You see him? Yes. You take one, I take the other. All right. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and just keep the same initiative order. Okay. So. So I file, since I've got negotiations out uh-huh. as well. Yeah, so I file with negotiations. Okay. Um, that's, yeah, Make a deck save, Make right? Make a deck save. Just, um, I'm going for the one on the last fork, I guess. Okay. That's a crit fail, so it takes the damage. Cool! Eight plus four is twelve. Nice. Okay. Shot rings out, bits of metal 
some of them clang and spark up against the lattice work, but a good number of them find themselves lodged in the body of this zombie. That was my bonus action, right? That was your action. That was my action? Yeah. I can use a bonus action to reload? You can. Okay, I do that. Okay. Okay. And wait, were you emptying both barrels at it or just the one? Both. Both? I thought that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So that's 3d4 per barrel. Oh, per barrel? Wow. Okay. 15 more points. 15. On both of them? Just on Uh, the one that's uh, crawling uh, out. Oh, okay. That's dead. Cool. (laughs) Now I reload. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, no, it blast goes out and it, the bits of metal just chew up through its body and it falls down dead in a bed of flowers. Oh, so symbolic. Okay, is it my turn? It is your turn. I'm going to cast Troll the Dead. Okay. Uh, Troll the Dead has a fail on his saving throw, so... Okay, so one, so right? No, 2d8. 2d8. 2d8, because he hasn't taken damage yet. Eight. It's this one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The tone sounds out and it head its head kind of like turns to the side but like jerkily and there's that black necrosis that like starts to happen under the brim of the helmet. It's not really a helmet but it is. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> head plate. Head plate. <laughs> it is now its turn. It is going to uh, rush up towards Euseline and make two slam attacks. One's a miss, one's a crit. I can undo crits. You can undo crits. But she actually doesn't get crits. That's right. It's because of the adamantine armor anyway. That's right. (laughs) Four points of damage then. Oh, that tickles. (laughs) So then, Talia, it is your turn. Okay. Then I... Actually, my hex is a free action or a bonus action. Uh, bonus action. Bonus action. Okay. How long does that last? An hour. Okay, yeah, it's still up then. Yeah. Yeah, it's an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, can I use do that first? Yeah. Okay, so I think about that thing again. Yep. Uh, put away negotiations and take out Death's Whisper. Okay. And uh, shoot it. Okay. So, that is... Uh, 12 plus 9. That'll hit, yeah. Okay. So that's... 2, 3d6. 3d6. Because of the hex. Because of the hex. All together. Okay. 3d6 plus 6. Uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, that's dead. You just shot right through the head plate just leaves a gaping hole as gears, wires, and brain matter scatter out from the other side. These things are getting really gross. They really are. Ugh. And how do I do this? I just think about reloading it. Or make yeah. the motions to make it look like I'm reloading it or something. You, you go through the mental process of reloading. Okay. It's just one shot, but just... Yeah. Okay, and I put it away. Mm-hmm. It's dead, right? They're dead, yeah. 
man. What are you thinking? I don't know. Do we hear anymore? Uh, percep- perception checks. I'd shit at this. I continue to be shit at this. Oh, wait, no, I lied. I got a 17. Oh, okay, great. Perception? Uh-huh. 13 plus 3 for you. Yeah, 16. Okay. 19. So 19. Okay, yeah. Again, in the quiet of after the gunshots, you just sit and listen. You can't tell where, but somewhere in the house, something else moves. Uh, since we're on the first floor, what do what? Where have we gone? We haven't gone anywhere on the first floor except yeah, for except that, for yeah. that room. So let's go into another room. Okay, just to take it off. Heading back the way you came, there is another set of doors that are standing open, actually, and okay. they seem to lead into what used to be a small library. Oh, okay. Again, most of the books have been taken down off the shelf. There are some still scattered about. There are also, like, what looks to be diagrams laid out on some of the tables. And drawing materials. Anything that looks like what was upstairs? Going through them, you see a couple of various things. You see what looks to be some sort of harness contraption Mm. to be worn about the body. But you also see like a bunch of notes in red pencil pointing out things like failure points, unsuitable. There's pretty much like a red X drawn through what looked to be the spine portion. This shit just keeps getting weirder. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash letsbelegendarypodcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.